know what? We have wine, so. <laughs> yes. Someone needs to mute themselves. I did. Am I muted? I'm muted. Now I am. Okay. The beginning John. of last week's episode was really funny. Yes. I agree. I enjoyed Always it. Always really funny. You know why? Because we're really funny. <laughs> You're right, Brie. You're right. Yeah. It's all us. You know why? <laughs> you know why? <laughs> you know why? <laughs> you know All right. Well, should we start this off the correct way? Yes. <laughs> what are you drinking? A, what is that? Um, these are like only in Texas. They're called they're called Austin East Ciders. <gasps> Pineapple cider. Maybe, maybe they're not only in Texas, but the but the brand was is from Austin. That sounds so good. They're delicious. And you guys come visit. We can drink them all. <laughs> okay, I just I like that. it. I just I want to be reunited. Um, tonight I will be drinking this from this bottle. I Sheep got it. Thrills. <laughs> so Holy Sheep for... Thrills. Yes. And it has little sheep on it. It's called Sheep Thrills. Look at the bottle cap. Mm. Oh my gosh. That's so yes. fun. This is a twist off wine. You guys no, I do not an care. alcoholic beverage, BRB. Oh yeah. Okay. So while you're doing that, I'm going to just, I'm just going to pour this. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You love that sound. Sounds a little metallic because I'm drinking out of a reusable cup. I, I mean, they're all reusable. I'm drinking out of a insulated cup. <laughs> a reusable <laughs> cup. <laughs> like wine glasses, like a normal glass. Wine glass is reusable, dummy. I meant like an insulated. I, I understand. I understand. Okay. Thank you for understanding me because sometimes it don't make sense. It's been a long day. What did you do today? Um, honestly, caught up on sleep that I did not have the past week. But then, like, we had zero food, zero groceries, and um, tomorrow's like the Super Bowl, so we want like you know we're all making food to eat tomorrow. Which, of course, I forgot that it was the Super Bowl because why would I even care that that's a thing right now? <clears throat> but we had to go to Costco, but all the Costco's around us, we never find what we need. So we went to this really, really, really far one, like way up north, which we did find everything that we needed, but fuck, it was so crowded. And then like the traffic on the way back was like fucking stupid. We're going to Costco tomorrow. Hopefully it's not as busy because everyone will be at the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's that would have been the better plan is to go while everybody's watching the game. What kind of food do you buy from there? I never really buy food there. It's just too there? much. So much good food. What I do you buy like, there then? But like, I just don't have anywhere to like put it because I'd have to freeze. Mm-hmm. I'd have to freeze a lot of it. Um, yeah. We buy cat litter. We buy all of like our paper products, like toilet paper and paper towels. We buy, like, spices and what else do we buy? Random things. Oil. Like, avocado oil. Peanut butter. Wine. Oh, you used to. Maybe not anymore. I used to buy wine there. Not anymore, because, no, you know, total wine. (laughs) Because it would be 
John is thinking about getting his real estate license. Well, he's already thought about that before, but now he's thinking about it again for reals. For real estate. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a sound check or are we like going? No, we're going. This is Sober January, episode whatever of season two. Okay, well, in that case, I need to open. Wow. Little ASMR beer bottle for you. Yes. Shauna, did you have your earphones in when I was pouring the wine? Did you hear it glug glug in the the kitchen? Yeah, it sounded great. I know, I loved it. We should probably do a trigger warning. I think we already did. We did did it at the end of the last episode, but we for sure should do one. Brie, you're good at trigger warnings. Uh, This episode, trigger warning. This episode discusses alcohol and or substance abuse. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) But kind (laughs) of. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, trigger warning. This episode discusses alcohol and or substance use. And it's meant as a lighthearted discussion for us who are occasional drinkers, um, but is probably it's probably advised that for people who are going through a more serious sobriety journey, that if you are set off or triggered by the discussion of alcohol or the consumption of alcohol, then um, maybe skip this episode. And for everybody else, please enjoy. And everything we say is meant to be in lightheartedness and us just joking around it's nothing that yeah should be taken um as not a joke or as not us joking around yeah that was really good keep that part in <laughs> let's Take not let's, let's not you know what i'm trying to say wow. <laughs> everything that we today. say should be taken as not a joke Shauna's mean today. <laughs> okay, we, it's okay. We can cut that out. But no, yeah, keep it in. <laughs> keep it in. No, but seriously, it was so, so well said. We we definitely respect people's journey to sobriety, and we respect people who unfortunately suffer from issues with um, alcohol abuse or substance abuse, and. We love those people and we respect those people, but this episode probably is not for anybody who's sensitive to that kind of content because we're taking a more lighthearted approach and discussion to it. Like I said, we are just occasional recreational um, social drinkers and we decided to take a break in January. So we just want to discuss our feelings around that. Um, spoiler alert, none of us were incredibly enthused. So, yeah. Much better. So, there's going to be a lot of jokes to cope. (laughs) And And jokes to cope. Yeah, and you should take them as just that. They're just jokes. Um, All right, guys, bottoms up. (laughs) Cheers. Can we cheers? Cheers. Oh, cheers your mic. (gasps) Okay. (laughs) There's so much sound in this episode. (laughs) I know. Should we? Okay, wait, wait. Let's try the sipping one again. 
sipping. Oh, you want, like, wait, are we sipping the, like, at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. One, one more t- okay, just one more time. Just one more time. Okay. Okay, ready? Go. <laughs> okay, now that we're three sips in, we can start. <laughs> hey friends, it's editing Bree. We were so excited to break our sobriety that we forgot to record our intro. Your hosts, Shauna, Melanie, and myself welcome you to the Trials and Error podcast, three friends trying different wellness challenges to improve our lives. In this week's episode, we're discussing our experiences with our Sober January Challenge. During the month of January, we all abstained from alcohol and any other legal substances. And here's how it went. Have you guys seen that TikTok of that little baby? Not a baby. Like a toddler. And her uncle teaches her how to, like, he pours, like, like, water or, like, juice into, like, little shot glasses and, like, says like send it and she like picks it up and drinks it yes okay it's not the kid's dad it's it's her uncle right and he teaches her how to like pour stuff and he's like oh don't get mad at kids like when they pour stuff and spill it everywhere is that that guy yeah but he's like um i haven't seen him teach her how to take a shot we actually and then he's like and it's um, juice she has like a shot glass of juice and she's like See, I saw one like that, but it was the kid. They were, like, trying to get him to take medicine, and so they put it in a shot glass and, like, did a shot with him with, like, apple juice, and then now he just wants to do shots all the time. (laughs) When parenting backfires. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Can you guys even, like, imagine taking a shot? No. It has been years. My body literally just kind of, like, My insides got really cold. I was like, Like, my insides literally got so cold at the thought of, like, a shot. Just a shudder goes down your spine. I don't even remember. My liver is quaking. (laughs) Your liver's like, no, no, please. Please, no, we don't have that much left. (laughs) All right, so what's going to be our, like, plan of action here? Are we going to, like, talk about, do you have, like, research, Brie? You know what? <laughs> I do not. To be honest, this is the research. I've literally researched every other topic I wasn't supposed to. No. I'm so sorry. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's okay. I bet we can find a list of like. Yeah, yeah. I can. We trust like, me. Sobriety we, break. Sobriety so dry, break from drinking. Dry January. Dry January challenge. I can come up with some tidbits real quick why what is dry january and why do some people hate it definitely clicking on that link what is dry january and is it worth it definitely clicking on that if you've decided to take a break from drinking alcohol you're not alone breaking the booze habit whether it's for 30 days or longer has its benefits benefits of taking a break from drinking 
in January or in any other month include improved health, better sleep, clear skin, weight loss, better cash flow, apparently, because you're not spending well, yeah, money on alcohol. Money. Okay. Yeah, but, like, true, 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 true. Mm, I don't know. We'll talk about that. And then reduce drinking in the future, supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. <laughs> supposedly okay so do you want me to just like go through some benefits there'll probably be pauses in between but we can string them together as if i'm talking coherently and consecutively yeah. <laughs> well first let's talk about why we okay. wanted to do so- sober january and what was each of our like thoughts before thoughts we started prior to the challenge okay I'll go first. So I wanted to start doing Sober January because I feel like with COVID and with quarantine and then the holidays, I just, like when quarantine started, I started drinking more because we were home and it was sad and people were having Zoom happy hours and it was just a way to cope. And then now we're, you know, 10 months into the pandemic and the holidays rolled around and you obviously you drink more in the holidays usually. But yeah, it was just, um, it was too much. I needed a break and I've done sober January in the past, but I've never been drinking as much as I was before as I was this time. Um, but I wanted a reset. My body needed a reset. Yeah. What about you, Brie? Um, okay, well, I'd first like to state that this was Melanie's idea. And no, this was Melanie's idea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I've never done a sober January before, but I know that Melanie has done, you've done like what, three? This is your fourth one or something like that? This is my third one. Um, and I was interested in the challenge because I had never done a break from anything. I had never really felt like I needed to. I'm not a super heavy drinker, not anymore at least, like not compared to college um or my early 20s but those were the days those were the day like seriously if i brand new liver functioning (laughs) if if i even think about the amount of alcohol that i used to consume i just physically get i feel like i'm hungover already just thinking about it like oh it's unfathomable you know how how like dogs have like dog ears. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure our livers have like liver ears. So yeah. like I'm 30, but my liver is like 67. This is true. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Char char. Excuse sir. you, sir. He wants out, but then he's gonna walk back in. You're just gonna have to hold your horses. Um. So, <laughs> I I just wanted to see what it would be like to take a break. Um, I know that for me personally, because of the pandemic and quarantine and, um, the, you know, the stay at home orders and everything being at home all the time and not being able to go out and socialize or get like a drink at a bar, like have happy hour with your coworkers or anything like that. It does. I mean, you're, you're just forces. And and on top of that, working from home, you're home all day. So you have like stressful job 
at home and then you're still at home you can't go out to relieve that stress or um or anything like that like you're you're just you're just stuck at home and it, and like I don't know about you guys but I was going stir crazy I really liked it at first and then after a while I was just like I'm fucking bored and even now to this day I'm like I'm fucking bored but I know that it's the responsible thing to do so I'm just gonna keep staying my ass inside um but that indeed did result in me smoking a lot of wine <laughs> <laughs> best way to drink wine it's the best way to drink wine is to inhale it um so yeah I I just I was just tired of being bored and also sad tired of being sad at the state of things and you know it's all of the things that are going on in the world in real life um politically economically um it's a lot um and then seeing you know the the virus and all of its effect on people and how many people have died and how many people aren't taking it seriously. And, you know, it's just seriously the, the political events and everything, all of 2020 and even leading up till now have all just been incredibly overwhelming that it was super easy for me to just be like, I'm going to zone out and, you know, just not even concentrate on all of these issues right now it's like the world my life is stressful enough as it is and I don't need to just add more stress to it so I was really curious to see how I was going to be able to handle life sans wine what about you Shauna um I think a lot of similar reasons to you guys I think so I've never really been a big drinker I don't think just be like I don't know I didn't drink until I was, like, older, and then even then, it's always been, like, a social thing and not something I, like, do at home by myself, Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, it it was, like, almost just, like, a fun novelty thing, like, oh, we're working from home, and we don't have to drive anywhere at any point, so, like, why am I even worried about drinking, or, like, why would that be a problem, and, um, yeah, and it was one of those things where it was, like, life did get really stressful and it still really (laughs) honestly still really is and um so many of our normal outlets that we would use to cope have been taken away um so I feel like this one sort of just became like an easy one and I don't like I'm not trying to say that I don't think at any point any of us had like a problem quote unquote not I mean I don't know if that sounded mean. <laughs> I wouldn't say that at any point any of us had like a real problem with it or like a real dependency. Um, but I did, I don't know, not get alarmed, but just be like, just noticed it. I was just like, wow, I am drinking a lot more than I used to and it's not making me feel great. And, but it's almost like I also like, Pavlovian response myself to it where it was like I had a stressful day at work and it was like a little treat for myself at at the end of the night yes you're creating that reward system with yourself right yeah Yeah. it became like a routine it was like if I can get through the day then I can have a drink talk about an evening routine 
yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go listen to our evening routine episode. Yeah, and I don't, honestly, it kind of just, like, startled me how quickly and how easily it was, like, going from, I'm going to have one glass of wine at night with dinner to being, like, wow, I almost finished a whole bottle. Like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this on a work night. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't know. It was never to the point where I was, like, super hungover the next day, but I feel like you notice it. Like, you don't sleep as well. You're, like, kind of groggy. Like, you're just, I don't know, at least for me, I just don't feel like I'm at my best at that point. And the calories. So many calories. Calories. Yes. That was for sure something I noticed. I was getting a little fluffy. Empty calories, too. Alcohol is empty calories. They Mm -hmm. definitely count towards your daily calories and definitely do not include any nutrition whatsoever. I don't like Just what sugar. you're saying to me, and it feels rude. Red wine has antioxidants. <laughs> okay, first of all, Brie, I'm this sorry, cider <laughs> is made from apples. I thought it was pineapple. It's pineapple flavored. Oh. But cider is made from apples. So it's basically salad. <laughs> so I have a fruit salad that I'm drinking. It's a smoothie. Fruit salad <laughs> in a can, essentially. And it's also fermented, so, and probiotics. There you go. Antibiotics, probiotics. Health queen. (laughs) Heal your gut. Oh, my gosh. But I was nervous about it, honestly, just because, like, I know how much of a habit had had become for me and, like, just sort of like a security blanket of, oh, I'm going to have a shitty day, but at least I can, like, relax and have some wine tonight and it'll be so great. Um, But, yeah, so I was... I felt like I needed to take a break, so I was excited to do the challenge and was hoping that, like you guys said, it would help me also cut out some of those empty calories because quarantine 15 is real, (laughs) y'all. Quarantine 15 has definitely bumped up into the COVID-19 and has definitely bumped up into the 2021 21. (laughs) 21. (laughs) Yes, same. I'm just kidding. I don't own a scale. I wouldn't do that to myself. Sounds terrible. Yeah. Okay, so what are the benefits, Brie, to taking a break from drinking? Um, Okay, so some benefits. First of all, Drinking, okay, I don't want to get, like, too deep into it, but obviously excessive drinking can do some damage to your body, particularly your liver, your um, your heart, um, your blood pressure, your cholesterol. Uh, it, that's excessive drinking. So I guess if you're an, an excessive drinker, a month off of alcohol may not make any like drastic changes, but some benefits are that, you know, you'll, you'll probably feel a little bit of a health boost in a way of like, maybe you have more energy. Um, maybe you see a tiny dip in your weight, depending on how much, you know, you're consuming and other aspects of your diet, because again, alcohol, empty calories, um, you might notice that your sleep patterns change because um, alcohol can affect your sleep and your energy. You know, if you're staying up late at night and drinking, obviously um, that's going to affect your productivity in the morning. 
that. I don't think you like technically get as restful of sleep when you've been drinking usually. Yeah. I mean, and then the next day, depending on how much you drank the night before, you just, I don't know about you guys, but even if I'm not hungover, I can feel it in my body. I can feel the alcohol in my body. Like I feel it in my joints and in my muscles. I just feel like really achy. The poison. <laughs> Pre-30. Um, so... I was going to say, anybody who's <laughs> listening to us in their early 20s is like, what are you talking about? I love it. I feel great the next day. That doesn't happen to me. <laughs> I mean, it does when I have like 17 shots, but like... I know. Who does? I, Maybe. I, mixed, I mean, last night I mixed Jaeger and tequila and Rumplemint <gasps> and oh. a Long Island. <laughs> No. trigger <laughs> warning whoa <laughs> i know flashbacks to college <laughs> and maybe i felt like a little tired this morning but we had brunch and now we're ready to go by the way we had mimosas we with had brunch. brunch with mimosas <laughs> and we're fine i'm fine i'm totally we'll just take fine. a little nap and then we'll go back out again tonight <laughs> well guess God. what guess what kids your liver will not be fine in 10 years, so. You guys remember when we used to drink from, like, Thursday? Oh, oh. John's home. Oh, okay. I'm like, whose dog is that? Mine. Which of the dogs? Oh, my um, God. Lola sounds so vicious. I know. I kind of like it. Yeah. It's kind of like, except, though, if anyone actually did, like, break into our house or something, she'd just, like, be scared of them, so. <laughs> she'd be like, hello, welcome. Oh, it's she'd be scared trick. of them. Okay. Yeah, she's scared of new people um but what was i saying remember when we used to go drinking from like thursday through saturday and then still drink a little bit on sunday yeah Hello, I was gonna... Lola. just welcome to the closet how did you get in here no get out she just broke in sabotage and the like, plate played the drums coming in too. get out of my closet go go yeah Happy tails smacking everything. Jesus Christ. She's like, Dad's home, Mom. Did you know? She's like, I just came in here to announce that Dad was home. I don't know if you heard my announcement from the living room, but I came here to Excuse repeat me, it. Excuse me, but you're not, you're not. In person. You're not as excited as you should be. You're, why are you not in the living room to greet Dad? He's, he's here. I didn't we hear always, you bark. Apparently my closet door doesn't latch. We always Great. joke that the dogs don't know our names, and they call us the boy one and the girl. <laughs> so whenever Dustin gets home, I'm like, "Is the boy one here?" Aww. <laughs> I think that they. If I say like, if I ask Lola, I'm like, "Where's Dad?" She'll go like walk around the house looking for him. Aww, that's cute. Anyways, sorry. Off topic, Anyways, but... yeah. Um, talking about just crazy drinking. Wait, what were you saying? Oh, wait, no, I forgot. When we used to drink from Thursday night through Saturday and then oh. still drink on Sunday sometimes. Yes. Okay. I was going to bring that up earlier whenever we were talking about drinking. But yeah, um, once upon a time in our early 20s, I literally went out to Mill Avenue, which for non-Arizona people is an actual street just full of bars. There's nothing else there except for bars. It's just alcohol place after alcohol place. And I went... Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night, and Sundays I actually would spend in Scottsdale at R&R for brunch. Obviously. Where else would you be? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> would be nowhere else. Um, yeah, that was my life literally for Years. God knows how long. And, like, 
I don't, I don't understand how, how, how. Also, the fact that we worked at a call center where some of us had 6 a.m. shifts. 5 a.m., 5. I had to be <laughs> no. there at 5. And the day after, I went out after Teresa's birthday because she was turning 21. And I showed up like an hour late. I was a mess. <laughs> Isn't that the day that he had orange juice? Yeah. He who must not be named. Yeah, he who must not be named had orange juice. I mean, the day that he who must not be named was really nice. (laughs) I did not deserve deserve that kindness. Shocked the world and was actually nice. (laughs) Yeah. um, I think on on the weekends, on the weekends, it was like 6 a.m. shifts for me. And so literally I I would get home at like 3 30 or 4 o'clock in the morning take a nap get up take a shower go get the biggest burrito you i shower? could possibly get <laughs> <You> showered <laughs> yes because I, I felt like it helped like yeah. with the i did not shower <laughs> i felt like it helped it helped with the like being either. awake and like the trying to feel not hungover so yeah i i always had to take a shower i feel like it really helps you don't want to do it but it really helps if you force yourself to then i would get the biggest burrito that i could possibly get from filibertos and then i would get the biggest coffee that i could possibly get from starbucks and then i would bring a pillow and sleep at my desk and turn my, oh my ringer gosh. all the way up on the phone Honestly, though, like, so the call center when I would have 6 a.m. shifts did suck after drinking, but working at Domino's after drinking, there's no comparison. That was the fucking worst. Absolutely not. The smell alone would make me want to die. And you, like, you can't sit at a desk and sleep. Like, you're, like, have to be doing things. And I would do it every fucking weekend. I had a Sunday shift. I would work. On Sundays at Domino's, I'd work from like 9 a.m. to like 4 p.m. I think, and every Saturday I would go out to like freaking three in the morning, and then I would have to go to Domino's. And by 9 a.m. you're not drunk still; you're hungover by then. Yeah, the smell, the activity, was awful. It was awful. I don't know why I did it. But I didn't. Not a fan. Don't recommend. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday I went and got a pizza. Um, and I was watching them make the pizza, and I just have such respect for people that make pizza. Why? Out there. Because I worked at Domino's for so long. I don't know. Like the skill it takes to make a pizza, or the fact that they are no, the fact that willing day, to make a pizza? Yes, the fact that every day they wake up and go work at a pizza-making establishment. Honestly, they should make more money. They should. Yes. This is for like why the I'm... amount of love people have for pizza. Like we should respect people who make pizza mm-hmm. more. <laughs> Honestly, this is why the minimum wage should be at least fifteen dollars. Oh, Hello. Great. Well, let's not get political here. I'm just appreciating <laughs> my essential workers, and I think that they should be paid more. Oh, I agree. Um. I yeah. So, uh, now that we're off that topic tangent (laughs) um some more benefits from taking a break while you're drinking um could be that you kind of notice and can evaluate the relationship that you have with alcohol and kind of see how your body feels without it not only your body but how you feel like mentally emotionally like do you have that 
that urge or that need? Is it hard for you to stop drinking? Um, how is your mood when you're off of work and you can't have that freaking glass of wine? You can't smoke any wine and you just have to sit there and experience everything in full effect. How is it? So it's it's just a really good um, tool or like a really good exercise, I guess, doing a dry January to kind of gauge your dependency um, and how you kind of relate to alcohol. And really, you can do it any month. I recommend yeah. February because it's the shortest. Um, yeah, I, I think people I think people do it in January because it follows the holidays. Like, you know, you have right. You have like Halloween. Some people go to Halloween parties, so like Halloween in October, and then you have Thanksgiving in November. And then obviously Christmas in December and sometimes during those months you're around your family, which is more stressful. And I feel like holidays are stressful as is because you're trying to make plans and get presents and cook and like coordinate gatherings, um, which you shouldn't have this last year. But um, it, it's, it's bottom line is like the holidays are always stressful no matter what. Like even though we didn't do anything for this past holiday season, I still felt like I was stressed as well. Um, cause also like even the disappointment and not seeing people that you love can also be stressful. And then of course, like December, January, you have New Year's Eve and, and New Year's kind of stuck in there. So like, I don't know about you guys, but I opened champagne before New Year's and everybody was like, why are we opening it before midnight? And I was like, no reason. <laughs> Just drink. <laughs> well, I was all, asleep by like 8 yeah. PM that night. So. <laughs> Can't stay up till midnight, so that's why. What? You guys. Yeah. You already guys. This should not be a shock. Okay. I, okay, first of all, I do normally stay up for New Year's, everyone, when I can see friends and do things, but if I'm sitting at home, I'm falling asleep by 8, 8 to 9 p.m. <laughs> same. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I think that's a not good list same. of, like, kind of why we did it, too. Yeah. New Year, new me, new less drinking me also like also just curiosity like i i again i've never taken a break because anytime somebody says that they're doing like a sober january or if they're taking any kind of other substance break i'm always like why that sounds boring but again i had never felt that i had a problem with any of that but I if you ask anybody who genuinely has a problem nobody says that they have a problem right like nobody feels like it's excessive or out of control or that they're doing it too much at least and not yeah and and then it's usually not until you get to a point where you're kind of in trouble where you're like oh maybe I do but it's it's never when you're like on the cusp or getting there that you're like I yeah I have a problem no you never feel that way so I never felt the need to and I just thought like you know what since we have been stuck at home for the past year like maybe it's a really good idea for us to check in on ourselves so yeah for sure I would say that's probably the biggest benefit to a dry January is just honestly checking in with yourself and your relationship to whatever alcohol or substance that you find yourself coping with right agreed mm -hmm. yes should we talk about our experience 
Yeah. Sure. Who wants sure. to go first? You go first. Okay. You go first. <laughs> uh, so we're January queen. Um, yeah. So third like, year in a row. Yeah. So like I said, this is my third sober January, and um, but I also had not been drinking as heavily the past two years as I was this time and it also wasn't during a Patricia so I there was lots of other things going on um and so I wasn't like I wasn't worried I had already done it twice so I was like it's gonna be fine and I'm gonna get skinny and I'm gonna be so energized and I'm gonna do all the things and it's gonna be great um and that didn't happen I did not enjoy it at all. <laughs> um, so let me ask you this, actually, before you get into your experience with this one. How was your experience with the last two that you did? It was great. Like, I, like the first, like, couple days was hard. Like, I would think, like, oh, I kind of want a glass of wine and stuff, and it was fine. But then after, like, a, seriously, after, like, three days, I wouldn't even think about wine at all. And I was just, like, I felt more energized. I felt... Like, I would, like, start new hobbies. I would, like, focus on working out or, like, whatever I was into at that that year. Um, yeah. But I think, honestly, like, I think one of the reasons it was so hard is because of the pandemic. Like, it just, it's so heavy. And, like, we, like, on top of the pandemic being heavy, I feel like the three of us right now have really stressful jobs. And, yeah. like, I am a teacher, and I am doing hybrid learning, which I cannot even explain to anybody how hard it is to do hybrid learning. Not just – and, guys, Melanie doesn't have just regular kids. Like, Melanie is a special education teacher. So it's, like, that's another added level of complexity on top of everything. Yes, I am a special education teacher, so yes, I have not only doing hybrid learning, I'm doing hybrid learning with special, with students with special needs, so it's just, it is, it's a trip, and, um, and it's your first year teaching, so it's like, not only yeah. doing all of that, but then, like, your first year ever running a classroom. Oh, yeah, because just in case anybody didn't know, Melanie, not on top of, like, getting married and getting a house and becoming a special education teacher, like, completed her master's program as well. So, like, on top of, so on top of the pandemic and, like, everything <laughs> happening, Melanie was just, you know, achieving all of, the, all of those things. Hype me so, up, Brie. My hype if, girl. If anybody deserved a glass of wine at the end of the day, it is definitely fucking Melanie Greenstreet. Aww, 100%. You can blur out your last name if you need to, but I'm pretty sure we've said it on the podcast Yeah, before. probably. Oh, thank you. No, yeah, and I, yeah, it's just, it's been a year. And so, obviously, those stresses didn't go away when we started over January, and I didn't realize, like, you know, I was just like, I didn't realize how having, like, a glass of two, a glass or two of wine after work really does, like, it helps. And, um, yeah, so I really missed it. And then actually this month has probably been this last January was probably like one of the most stressful months. Um, because we've been getting so many students back in person and there's been a lot of COVID cases at our school in our County and it's just scary and it's stressful. And so, yeah, 
I did not enjoy it. Um, it was really hard. Like the first week, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. And then I was like, okay, but after the first week, I'm going to be good. But no, even up until the last freaking day of January, I was like, this isn't getting any better. <laughs> like, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah kind of concerning. Um, however, I will talk about some benefits I saw. It's not like that I didn't see any benefits. So I definitely was sleeping better. I actually have lost a bit of weight. I don't know if it's because of doing sober January, but I have lost a little bit of weight. Um, I've also been working out a lot too, though. So I'm back on the, the workout train and some other stuff has changed as well, but it could have been also because of doing sober January. I do think now that I've done sober January and I went like going back when we started drinking again, I have been like a lot more strict about like I'm trying not to drink during the week and I'm trying to like limit my drinking if I do drink. So like I drank last night, Friday night, and I had like two glasses of wine and then I'll probably drink my cider tonight and that's it. But I don't yeah. I haven't drink during the week at all in February, so Wow. I feel okay. like it it like started what's the word, like propelled me to make some decisions, some choices. Some rules. Some drinking rules. Yeah. Because I don't wanna be drinking as much as I was in like December. Just for yeah. like health reasons and again goes back to that evaluating your relationship with alcohol. Yes. Um, but I do think that if it wasn't the pandemic, I think I could have done it. I mean I have done it. Maybe try like a different month. Maybe people could try like not January. I don't know. Cause it is kind of like it's going from like the extreme to like nothing. So. Totally. Yeah, yeah. From like the worst month of it to like zero. You're like, all right, well, maybe we could have had like a buffer month. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like holiday season where you're drinking all the time. I mean, even if it's drinking to cope or if it's drinking to celebrate, like the the point is, is that there's just a lot of alcohol during the last yeah. quarter of the year. So yeah, it, it's kind of, ex- it feels extreme to go from that to just cold turkey starting January 1st. So if that is daunting, maybe try like March. Like that has St. what St. Patrick's Day. So like me, oh boohoo, you won't be able to participate. Or April, do April. <laughs> then you won't be drunk at Easter. <laughs> <laughs> or February, like Shauna said. It's the shortest month. Yeah, that's who, true. Um, Who agrees that does anybody like the month of February? Yes, I do, because I was born I was in the month say, of February. Well, I know, Brie. I know. <laughs> no, I thought actually, about that. That's I why so I paused. Many, I have so many February birthdays in really? my life, so. <laughs> I don't oh know. Oh, my God. So many. So my, another friend. I can, like, think of at least ten people that have birthdays in January. Right, so you're just. February right now. Surrounded by. Aquariuses and Pisces. No, I know. I'm sorry, Brie. I didn't mean anything against your birthday. But mm-hmm. in teaching, February is referred to as, like, the hell month. I don't know why. The children just lose their mind in February. It's all that leftover funny. candy from the 14th. <laughs> Goes 
get no, get discounted. We're not even to the fourteenth, and they've already lost their minds. So apparently, we're starting early this year. That's so weird. No, I don't know. I mean, aside from me being born in February, I love it. It's like it's weirdly spelled. No one can say it. It's a winter month. Everything is cute. There's a leap year sometimes. Yes, there's like a leap. Sometimes it has 29 days. Sometimes it doesn't. Like, you don't think that's... I think that's really cool. It's the only month with 28 days. And everything's always cute because, like, they decorate for Valentine's Day. And even if you hate Valentine's Day, like... Everything is pink and red and cute and hearts. Like, it's true. I it's love true. it. Sorry, Everything is just native. fucking adorable. Like, roses everywhere. Like, Shana, you know. Who was that girl in our sorority that was born on a leap day? That was Lainey. Oh, yeah. Because okay. we celebrated her fifth birthday. I know. We celebrated her fifth birthday because she had only ever had five actual leap days. I love when born. people are born on February 29th. I wonder if she listens to her podcast. She should. I'm going to say probably Lainey. not, but... Because we're talking about her. <laughs> and she was born on February 29th, and I think that people who are born on a leap year are very special, and I think that's a really cool, cool flex. It is. I just remember that we had celebrated her fifth birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, back when we were cute and did things like that. Yeah. It was fun. And then, like, they can choose. They're like, do I want my birthday to be the 28th? Do I want it to be the 1st? Then you just pick. I do remember. So, no, you can't make it the 1st. It can't be in an entirely new month. Huh? Well, Personally, I remember... the rules in my head say that you can't just, like, move it to the 1st of March because then that's an entirely new month. It has to be the last day of February. But, Shauna, remember... Shauna's a Virgo, guys. I remember... <laughs> yeah, obviously. I don't remember... Which makes me, like, really... I think it's really funny that literally everyone in your life is a fucking Aquarius. (laughs) Or, like, maybe a Pisces. Wait, I think that's my my rising sign. Didn't we talk about that? I think so. No. Now I don't remember. We've never talked about that. Shauna, do you remember that Lainey was mad because she had to wait till the 1st to go for her 21st birthday because her birthday was... They they wouldn't let her go on the 28th. Oh, yeah. I guess. I remember that. And yes, Aquarius is my ascendant, in case anybody was wondering. I still don't know mine. Uh, Mine's Aries. I'm Aries rising. (laughs) Can I figure this out? What did you guys say I needed? My birth certificate? You need to know what time you were born. Time and place. Exact time and place. Is that on your birth certificate? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I had right. asked my mom, though, because she lost my birth certificate. Well, I have my aunt in this closet. Thanks, so. mom. Shauna, talk about your experience while I go get it. <laughs> yeah. Your turn. Um, I think that a lot of my feelings reflect Melanie's, and I did not enjoy <laughs> sober January, if I'm being honest. Um, okay. It was... I know. I feel like we are normally the people that are like, yeah, try the thing. It could be good for you. And I'm like, ugh, this is the worst. Even though this was your challenge. I know. Don't listen to me if I ever suggest it again. But um, I don't know. Like, I do think it was good because, like you said, it made me consider, like, what, how much I do want like, how much I want to be drinking, like, how much I think is okay for, like, my life and 
what I feel like is good for me. And um, so I did reflect on that. But also, like Melanie said, this was a super stressful past month. I don't know what happened in the world. Like, I mean, I do know what happened in the world. Like, outside the pandemic, we had a terrorist attack. But then outside of that, <laughs> like, my job was just super, super stressful this past month for some reason. And yeah. I don't know if it was Mercury being in retrograde, but shit was terrible. And I. <laughs> so Mercury it was like, is fucking me up right now, just to say. But I'm just saying. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. But it was like, like you guys said, like going from December, where like I knew sober January was coming up. So I feel like I was even extra bad because I was like, oh, got to get it in before I have to like fully cut myself off. Um, and plus in general, just around the holidays, I feel like I tend to be more lax about everything. Um, just cause it's, I don't know, it's the holidays and it's fun and I don't want to be like thinking about what I'm eating and drinking all the time. And I just want to enjoy my life, especially when you're taking like the one week off a year in a row that you <laughs> have taken. So anyways, I digress. But yeah, going from that to like a super stressful work month to everything else going on outside of it to taking away like the coping mechanism that I was kind of depending on at that point, like, was just, it felt like a lot. And kind of like Melanie said, I kept expecting to be, to get to a point where I was like, oh, this is fine. And I think I kind of did towards the end of the month, maybe, like, more, like, longer stretches of it, of it at least, but then there would still be points where I was like, God, I just wish I could have a glass of wine, or I would, like, see a commercial with someone drinking a glass of wine, and I was like, wow, that looks... <laughs> that looks great um so <laughs> I want that yeah. I did like I literally saw a commercial and I was like "Ooh, yeah that, that <laughs> you just start drooling like that. yeah <laughs> um, so that was embarrassing but um I'm trying to think of the positives so I do like I didn't even sleep better but I don't and honestly I think that's partially because I was just so stressed. Like, normally I'm a person that sleeps really easily, whether I'm, like, using any sort of substance or not. Um, And this past month I was just not sleeping well because I was worried about, like, work and other stuff. So that I didn't even have, like, the things that might normally help me fall asleep at least. (laughs) I don't know, guys. Yeah. Maybe try a new month that's not during a Ponderosa. (laughs) (laughs) Ponderosa. I don't know but like I'm glad that I did it I didn't really lose weight like I was hoping to which sucked but I did feel like less bloated and you feel like you at least like aren't drinking as much as you were now no (laughs) I, I jumped in and went hard back to oh, what I was no. doing <laughs> but <laughs> I am more quickly recognizing that I don't want to be doing that like it doesn't make me feel good to do that so I'm going to have to really like force myself to start doing some like at home working out or something like a new cope coping mechanism for this big ball of stress that I am yeah I don't know dude I love you and your big ball of stress Oh, I love you too. It's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry. And I just, I'm not laughing at the love, but I'm also laughing at like, I am actually. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think it's just really funny how like we'll stop a topic dead center and just be like, let me just tell you how much I love you. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Yeah. You could see each other. I love it. It's really funny, but I actually do love it. And I wish that I could see you guys in person because if you guys think that we're stupid over a FaceTime, then just wait until you hear us when we all reunite. <gasps> the vibes. The best episode ever. Are ready. Unmatched. <laughs> mm hmm. Okay, Brie, how was your experience? Um, a zero out of 10 would recommend. So, um, so like I, I didn't go through any like up and down like the beginning was hard and then by the end I was like I got this like no from beginning to end it was fucking awful I'm pretty sure January was like 79 days long it felt like it took forever oh my god it was the longest month since the pandemic started <laughs> yeah yes. I, I, I think January in general, always feels like such a long month. Um, but this one felt twice as long. And uh, there was even a point in time where <laughs> I know that, like, um, it sounded like we were joking, but Melanie and I were seriously considering quitting. And believe it or not, Shauna was the one that was keeping us all together. <laughs> I don't know where that determination came from because why... We should have quit. It was the I worst. Was, no, Shauna, you got mad at us when you thought we were quitting. At, I know. At, I honestly, like, out of the two of you, I would have expected Melanie, who does the things. If you guys didn't hear a testament to Melanie's fucking willpower earlier today, like, with all the things Please that stop. she accomplished in the I'm last year, then, like, you would have thought that Melanie would be the one that that's like, we're halfway through the month. We can make it another two weeks. Like, if you made it this far, you could just do it all over again and we'll be done. But no, Shauna came through from she left did. field. Shauna, who's usually my, like, type B, like, laid back homie that's like, mm. fuck it. Like, the my pessimistic partner <laughs> <laughs> came out of left field and was like, no, you guys, we got this. Except, of course, she was mad at us, so it, it wasn't it wasn't like sunshines and rainbows, but we were like, I okay, we'll do it. I never said anything. Okay. I never was mad at no, you. No, you just stopped texting, and that means you're mad, Shauna. <laughs> we know you. She was like... I told someone this week, passive aggressiveness is my superpower, like, and I oh, stand by that. they're just gonna quit. I'm just. Well, I was gonna argue with you, like them. if everybody, if everybody wanted, if everybody wanted to quit, I was just gonna be like, fine, fucking quit. But I still was gonna do it, see, so, and see? I didn't want to do it alone. See, and that's what your silence says when you're fine, when you're quit. when you stop talking. Then <laughs> I can literally hear your Shauna voice in my ear going, like, "Fine, I guess we just won't do it. I guess we'll all just fucking we'll just, quit. We'll just won't do it." Yeah, like. Your passive aggressiveness is fucking loud in your lack of texts. Also, in real life, when you're mad, you just shut down. So the same thing. The shutting yeah, down in the, the real life and the text messages. 
that just I am not saying being passive aggressive is the most productive thing, but also it got my point across and I didn't even have to say anything. So hey, you know what? Me. We just know no. you well enough to know your communication style. So we know that if you just drop out mid conversation, we're like, fuck, we fucked up. No. We had the side text about it. <laughs> I figured. I assumed that happened. Honestly, yeah, I, was I like, thought is I figured the side text was like, hey, let's just quit and not tell her. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was what was my bad. Let's quit and pretend like we're still participating. <laughs> I 100% sure. was going to like wait for the end of the month and you guys be like, surprise, we stopped surprise, doing Surprise, we it. stopped like two weeks ago. No, we definitely side message and we're like, so Sean is mad at us, right? Right, yeah. I'm okay, so sure we should keep like, going, yeah. right? Yeah, I was okay. like, oh, Sean is mad. Which also like side sidebar sidebar to the tangent that we're on um or I guess not a sidebar because we're all included but like side note to the tangent that we're on I love that we understand our dynamic to where like if things pause in the group message we know that the other two people are side conversationing <laughs> about it and our one I'm like anytime like I know you guys are side conversationing about me I I'm like always 100% okay with it because I'm like They'll work it out, and then they'll just come <laughs> they'll to whatever. They'll come to like whatever conclusion that they need to come back and tell me. They're like, we're usually discussing like strategies, like how do we give this advice with in the nicest way possible in their communication style that they'll receive. That's true. That's so funny. Yeah. Also, other sidebar, side side sidebar, Brie. I don't think anyone has ever described me as a type B personality. <laughs> I think out of type A and type B, you are a 100%. Well, not 100%. I think you lean more type B. I think you say that because you know me personally, but I had someone. So this happens to me all the time, you guys. Um, and Melanie and Brie know me enough to know that I am a messy person. Much better now than I used to be, thanks to Dustin. But I am, like, not naturally an organized, clean person. It's not my thing. My brain just doesn't even doesn't cross my mind. Yeah, not and bothered. All the time. I've gotten this like all the time growing up that people are like, "Oh, I thought you would be like a really organized person." Or like, "You seem like a really clean person." Or like, "You don't seem like a messy person at all." Like someone said that to me this past week and I was like, "Oh, I think that like Virgo type A in me is like more of like a work and career like doing stuff persona whereas like real life me is more type B, but not even then because like no, Sorry, we don't like, need to talk about this. I don't know why I'm, like, going no, on it's okay. but I'm just, That's like, okay. like, even if we go on vacation, like, I need a plan. I need an itinerary. Like, I'm not going well, there, and I'm not just, like, hey, let's, go, like, do whatever we want and plan it out that same day. I'm, like, no. <laughs> I need to know at least two activities we're doing each even day. Even, like, when we were in college, Shauna, like, you were so organized, and you were, like, like, you wouldn't even, like, skip class because you were, like, yeah. worried. Maybe I'm, like, a combo because I'm definitely yeah. a rule follower. I'm I think... super, like... I definitely think that there's, like, an, an overlap. I'm curious, Shauna, like, what is your moon sign? Guys, I just oh, looked I... mine up. Now that we're on the topic, I can talk about it. My moon sign is cancer. <laughs> I'm an emotional bitch. <laughs> okay, so That I... makes so much sense. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, I'm just having like an epiphany about who I am as a person right Jesus. now. Jesus. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead, Melanie. Uh, well, 
Okay, yeah, go ahead, Melanie, and then I'll I'll say what I was going to say about um, No, so say what you were going to say. Um, so, I was going to say, Sean, I think it's really funny that, like, or, yeah, I think it's really funny that, like, your son is a Virgo, so that's usually, like, what you present to other people, and so other people yep. perceive you as a very organized type A person, um, but oh. your, your rising sign and your moon sign can determine other way, otherwise, and I think that's why you're... Um, I think that's why you're kind of a, a blend of both. And I honestly, I get the same thing. So I, so my son is a, an Aquarius. So I present very type B, but my moon is a fucking Capricorn. So I, <laughs> that's like what I mean when I was te- texting you earlier, Mel- Melanie, and I was like, you're like, oh, I just don't want you to stress out. And I'm like, I am stressed about not being on time. But it's, like, very hard for me to be on time because I am a type B person. I don't have good time management skills, but my moon is in Capricorn, so I hate myself all the time for being a type B person <laughs> because I have Oh, my gosh, you're that, just internal conflict at all yes, times. Yes, I have And this, this is why we drink. <laughs> I have those type A tendencies, but it always follows through type B. Like, and so, you know, sometimes I'm able to go through, and that's why, like, at work, some, you know, at work, at the very most, I can be an organized, put-together person. And then I feel like that's me just using all my energy towards that. So literally, once I clock out, I'm like, all right, I don't care about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I've used all my energy. I've used all my energy in trying to be organized and punctual, so I'm gonna <clears throat> neglect everything now. <laughs> so Melanie, what are in, you? This might shock you guys, but I'm like not as much as I'm into like crystals and all that stuff. Astrology, like I've. I, like, know my sign and stuff. Well, I didn't know my other signs, honestly. But I've... It's because I don't really relate to my sign. I never really got into it. Because my sign is But I think that's why it's important to know your other signs, because they make it make sense. Well, now you guys can help me make this make sense. Okay, Okay, so my sign is a Sagittarius, which, honestly, I've never... Every time you read about a Sagittarius, they're like so carefree and they want to just spontaneity and the only thing about a Sagittarius that I ever really um feel like is maybe a little bit of me is they say that Sagittarius are overly energetic so enthusiastic Melanie (laughs) that's where that comes from and then is my moon is my rising sign my ascendant that same thing yeah yeah taurus okay Mm. i yeah okay i can see that okay i'm gonna look up some see i don't really even know a lot about the signs because i just i've always like well i don't feel like i'm a sagittarius also yeah i feel though my birthday is like the right it's like one day away from when the sign changes which is apparently a you're on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, you're way more Capricorn than Sagittarius. That's the next one, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, and then my... So Taurus is my ascendant, and then my moon sign is Pisces. Because Capricorns are very, like, hardworking, organized, determined. Like, very type A people. Yeah. I feel like I don't know enough about all the signs, but, like, I don't see you as a Pisces. Well, it says Pisces are empathetic and generous. Wait, Pisces Pisces is your what? My moon. Oh, okay. They can suffer from being overly emotional. Yeah, because no. if, if it's your moon, if it's your moon, yeah, I was going to say, if that's your moon, that's like your emotional personality. So I can for sure see you, because you're like, Pisces are not quite as emotional as like, outwardly emotional as like, say, like Cancer, but I feel like Pisces are more, yeah, like empathetic, I would say, and and they are more in touch with their emotions. So one time, so I have looked at my birth chart before. I just couldn't remember because I kind of just like brushed it off because I was mad about being a Sagittarius. But we looked up John's, you guys. What? His sun, moon, and rising is all Scorpio. I fucking knew it. I fucking <laughs> knew it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I fucking and knew it. I didn't even know when John's birthday was. If that isn't. I didn't even know when his birthday was, but I was like, I bet you he's a fucking squirrel. A description of John. All three of them. I'm going to be honest. I don't know enough about all the signs to, like, read out other people. I know about should, all the ones that relate to me. <laughs> we should Scorpios. do um, We should do an astrology episode for, just for fun. Yeah. Just to, like... Yeah, just for fun. I wonder if they have, like, well, we could do, like, a week of, like, following what our horoscopes tell us to do. Oh, I like that. Like, if if your horoscope is, like, don't make any big decisions this week and you had to, like, purposefully not make a big decision or something. I don't know. Whatever the horoscopes tell you. I don't read mine often enough, but it could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But John is all three. Scorpio all the way. Jesus. Let me tell you. It's a fun time. Melanie, if you did co-star, you should add me because then we can, like, see how we relate to each other and stuff. And it, when it tells you, like, your chart and your reading, it'll be like, this also relates to Melanie. You what? guys. I. What? <laughs> you guys. Oh, my God. Okay. I have, I have giant, I have fat ass astrology books. And one of them is, like, like your birthday. And then, you know, it tells you all about yourself or whatever based on like the day you were born and then I have a separate one that's like a relationship book and you have your birthday and another person's birthday and it tells you how your relationship is with that person um Ooh. I'd be more than happy to read you guys um our relationships and your birthdays and everything Let's just I just that. thought about it so yeah that would be cool I've done that with me and Dustin though we're both Virgos <laughs> <laughs> that that also makes sense. Although Dustin, he's more of like a typical Virgo, I would say. Yeah. Uh, Are Scorpios and Sagittarius yeah. supposed to get along? Actually, I don't know that. I just know that I, as an Aquarius, do not get along with Scorpios. Well, let me tell you, a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I would say they're one of the the more 
hated on signs. So are Aquariuses, so are Leos. I absorb all of his Scorpio energy. You know what? And, like, I feel like all the extreme signs get a bad rep because obviously like if you read if you read like the characteristics of Scorpios like some some people just interpret it in really bad ways but they're just very passionate people so they're not bad people some of them are bad they're not bad people <laughs> but here I just looked it up again <laughs> just to make sure let me show you oh my god mm-hmm. Like the fucking and then tri- a Leo on top of it, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, and a Leo on top of it. Like, fuck. what does MC stand for? It is a strong personality. I don't know. Anyways, we got a very interesting tangent. This is what yeah. happens when you're sober and you need something to occupy your time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um. Well, we all talked about our experiences, right? Yeah, and basically zero out of three recommend, except that's not true. I feel like not during a Papa John's, I would probably have gotten more out of it than I did this month. Yeah. Had we not been in a Polly Pocket, then I would have felt a lot more secure in my sobriety because I would have had other ways to cope. I'd be able to see my friends. I'd be able to I know. When I was, like, reading about sober January, it was like, it will often change your social, what you do socially. And I was like, we're not doing anything socially. Exactly. So maybe we we did it for you guys. Maybe um, proceed with caution if you're going to do a sober month in a pendulce. So, I'm loving you guys. I love it. <laughs> you know what I think about all the time is that, like, hopefully, however many years from now, like in history books, like, how are they going to dictate the fact that, like, our generation and, like, Gen Z refuse to call the pandemic a pandemic and we keep saying stuff like a fucking pancake or. Oh my gosh, there was, a this, there was a TikTok about TikTok. that. And the and the kid was like, hey, dad, can you tell me about the pandemic? He was like, you mean the patty cake or like something like that? And he was like, you mean the no, patty cake he... of 2020? Yeah. And the kid was like, no, it was a pandemic. He's like, oh, yeah. See, no, it was funny because we would all call it something else to like make a joke out of it. And the kid was like, people were dying and you guys were making jokes. And I was yes. like, mm-hmm. it's like hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people died and you made a joke out of it. And it's like, there was no other way to cope. There was no other way. And then we, we did it over January. We stop crying. Yeah, except for smoking wine. Yep. All the wine. Mm-hmm. All right. What are we talking about next week, guys? Talking about some books. So we each read a different self-help book and we're going to talk about our books that we read. Yep. And if we felt like they were helpful and if we would recommend them. (laughs) Are you guys fans of self-help books? Like, are you avid self-help book readers? Or is this like, is this a first? I've read like two in my life. I go into, like, modes where I'm like, yes, oh, my God, I've bought so many self-help books, but have I read them? No, I get, like, a third of the way, and then I'm like, "Mm, I get the gist. (laughs) Yeah. I get it. You're better than me. Be true to yourself. (laughs) I think I've read, like, two. 
Um, I feel like, I feel like I want to buy into self-help books and then I start reading them and I'm like, I get it. You're better than me. I get it. Like you won at life because you happened to be successful by chance and then wrote a book about like the stars aligned for you. And now you feel like you can tell people that they will, it'll do the same thing for them. I don't know. <laughs> Rachel Hollis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I just I don't know I don't know I have to I have to finish um, <laughs> Rich Dad Poor Dad. <laughs> I have to. Yeah, I feel like I have to finish my book that I'm reading now, but it's really hard to get like chapter after chapter and like not read or not repeat everything that she's saying to me in like a really sarcastic voice. Be like, mm, <laughs> I actually really like the book that I chose. So, but it's a I'm, it's a little bit different. So. I was gonna say I think it really depends on the type of self help book. I'm not because... gonna lie though, guys, I loved the Rachel Hollis books, and then everyone started hating on her, and I realized that I should also hate her. But oh fuck, I forget. Why do we hate her again? It's just that she, she like okay, so she, like essentially like plagiarized a bunch of ideas. She plagiarized, and, and she she's definitely a fat shamer. She's and I just, like, I guess I didn't realize it because she's a good writer. That's the thing. It's like, I'm, you can't, you can't deny that. Like, she's a good writer and her books flow very well. And I'm a sucker for good writing. Like, I appreciate writing. Um, and so I think that's why I liked her books anyways. But she's kind of, like, pretty much her, and the more, like, I started is on TikTok actually the Rachel Hollis haters. The more I listen to them, the more I realize like that I should have noticed this before. But she's kind of like, if you're not succeeding, it's your fault, and you yeah. just have if, to do this, this, and this in order to succeed. And it the only person holding you back is yourself. Which like it's good to hear that, but like she kind of takes it to an extreme. Yeah, I think my I've really kind of found and like I I don't know the idea of like toxic positivity and when it gets to a point of like putting you down like it's like doing the opposite basically I just feel like that's how a lot of self-help books are that are like you should just be doing those things and if you can't do those things then you're not trying hard enough and if you're not successful then you're just obvious you don't want it enough you're not like thinking positively enough and you're like I'm yeah. trying to do the things yeah <laughs> so it's I think it's, it's I think it really depends on which book and like the topic and whether it gives you like actual helpful steps and information and like ways of thinking about things rather than I don't know the ones that are just like here's what I did and that's yeah. how you should be successful I I've dabbled in self-help books and so far the ones that I've come across have been where people have just been in the right place at the right time or had an incredibly lucky circumstance like someone just right. being able to loan them like $250,000 um <laughs> um and <laughs> also I've I've so I've come across those and I've come across like just really anecdotal ones where people have been like uh oh, I hit rock bottom because 
this person broke up with me and this person broke up with me and this person broke up with me and I got fired from my job and nobody liked my drawings and so I went on a really long road trip and I found myself like and then it's just that's just like the the part that gets me they're like one day it just hit me that right all the that's all of them they're like <laughs> yeah you just have to keep trying and then something will happen one day like, it'll will click it? one day you'll wake up like one day it'll you'll snap out of it and like all of a sudden you'll realize that you were the problem the whole time <laughs> so it's just like only you can hold yourself yeah back. So it's just self-help books that are like you're it's your own fault when like you know i, I do actually really appreciate that i i wouldn't say it's a self-help book but I, I do have like this one book that's like a, it's like a series of um, stories of a, of a psychologist and like his patients and their, them being victims of their circumstances and how they either got out of their situation or succumbed to their situation. And I feel like that is more helpful to know that, hey, like not everybody gets lucky anything can happen in life and sometimes you just get get dealt a bad hand and sometimes you are a victim of circumstance like I just feel when I feel it's just more helpful when people are more realistic like that than to be like all you have to do is have a good attitude about your life and then you could totally change it you could just like you know start a company and then two years later you'll be a millionaire you'll be a girl boss like, oh my god! Don't say by the way, to me, I hate it. <laughs> by the way, I did read that book, and I was like, "You just happened to like be on eBay at the right time." Like, you know what I mean? Them. Also, like, kind of started a shitty trend of people buying secondhand clothes that people might need because they can't afford department store or even Target or even Walmart clothes, and are now selling them at a higher rate than normal and kind of taking advantage of people who can't afford to buy brand new clothes but saying that it's vintage and you're upselling and trying to make it sound like you're being economical when really you're just taking advantage of lower class people <laughs> i feel like that's debatable very because they throw I just throw so much away that like i get what i do get where you're coming from because i do think it's way more popular and it is probably a lot of people like buying and reselling things, but just the amount of stuff that like Goodwills throw away, like I think they only sell like ten percent of it or something. So it's like, yeah, no, would no, it I all get... have gotten picked up? I totally, yeah, I totally understand that. I understand that, like you know, sometimes people buy like those big bales of clothing that otherwise might get thrown away because so many people try to donate clothes in Goodwill or other. Um, Salvation Army, other donation places simply can't take that much. And, uh, you know, they're, and textile waste is a huge impact on the environment. But I'm talking about like people who open up boutiques and are like, I'm going to sell Harley Davidson shirts for $198. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. I still don't see the problem with that though, because like, is anyone really missing out on a Harley Davidson <laughs> shirt? <laughs> You know where I started donating my clothes, guys? Where? To a women's shelter. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, one in the town that I live in. 
um yeah highly recommend i feel like it's a good idea i should look into that (laughs) um anyways if you have tried a sober january or you're gonna try a sober month you should let us know and if you aren't following us on our social media it is we are on Instagram at Trials and Error Podcast, and you can also email us at Trials and Error Podcast at gmail.com. And tune in next week to hear about our self help books that Brie hates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finished with it, so maybe I'll read the last chapter and I'll, be, and I'll just wake up the next day and be like, I got it. And be a millionaire. I've been the problem the whole so. time. We take a vacation. <laughs> Any of us becomes millionaires, they have to take the other two on vacation. I think that's a fair agreement. This is yeah. the agreement. Brie, what is going on? Or is it Melanie? Who is no, with the sirens? It's Seattle. <laughs> oh, it's definitely me. I live Like, they're just, like, going a... to one end and back to the other, like, multiple <laughs> times. I live near, like, three hospitals. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Seattle Grace. Seattle Grace <laughs> is right next door, actually. Graceland Memorial. Yeah. Formerly, formerly Seattle Grace. <laughs> All right. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay. Thanks for listening. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't even say if you um, want to send us ideas on challenges. If you've tried Sober January, please send us an email at childsnearerpodcast. Wait, did you say that? No, I did say that. Yeah. Oh, I thought you didn't. Okay, ignore me then. Mm-hmm. What okay, about also if liking... you like our episode? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I knew that review. <laughs> Please like our episode. Subscribe to Four our stars. podcast. Please leave us a review. Five stars, if you will. Um. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs>